When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Yay, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, wherever it is that you upload your podcast. Uh, also, every day live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. But basically, Facebook and YouTube are there to point people to Instagram because that's where the real party's at. Uh, let's say hi to some people. What's up, uh, Dana? What's up, BJ? Hi, Sarah. What's up, Scooter? Danielle? How are you guys? Good to see you. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't look too dark. Hopefully, you guys can see. What's up? Uh, looks like a little, maybe a little darker than usual on the uh, on the live feed, but it looks all right. What's up, Andrea? Hi, Amanda. Good to see everybody right on. Uh, today on the show, could there be a real-life Happy Gilmore? Hmm. Also went to a fist fight and a Pearl Jam concert broke out. But first, let's take a look at some live dates. Thank you guys to everybody who came out this past week to House of Comedy to come uh, see the shows. Myself, Wendy Mayberry, Sophie Buttle, the very funny Sophie Buttle, all the way from Canada. Which, if you were at any of the shows, uh, I could tell Sophie was kind of getting like, all right, guy, we get it. Because every time I'd go up and be like, man, you guys got a great headliner tonight, Sophie Buttle, all the way from Canada, home of one of my favorite pornographic movies, Two Girls, One Stanley Cup. <laughs> it, uh, it was fun, though, man. It was a really good time. So what's up, whippy chick? What's up, Tanya? How are you? Good to see you. Uh, what's up, Jan? Nice. Good. Good little lunch crowd. Uh, coming up August 4th and 5th, Gutty's Comedy Club, Edina, Minnesota with Victoria Jackson of Saturday Night Live. August 26th, 27th, I'm going to be headlining Gutty's Comedy Club, Indianapolis, Indiana. September 22nd to the 24th, the Comedy Vault in Batavia, Illinois with Jonathan Kite. And then December 2nd and 3rd, Vulcan Gas Company, Austin, Texas, Jonathan Kite, my good friend Ryan Neeson. Should be a hell of a time. You can find all this information if you want tickets to any of those shows. You can just go to the website. RudyPovich.com. All right, getting into it. Um, a little bit of um, sad news immediately right out the gate. I hate to bring this stuff up, but uh, it's just kind of something that's going on in not only my life, but also uh, some family life. And that is, um, uh, if you guys remember the uh, other week, I got tickets for my sister Jen, my sister-in-law Nikki, and their friend Katie to go to uh, New Kids on the Block. And Katie had stopped out in the live pod on the live feed and just like said thanks. She was kind of along for those couple of days while she was reeling from how awesome of a night New Kids on the Block was. And then, uh, and I don't bring this up to bum anybody out, but I want to bring it up because um, it it's very <clears throat> uh, it's a constant reminder that God damn it, life is so fucking short. And it's so unpredictable. Katie was at a... I don't have the entire story. I don't have all of it. 
Um, so if I screw, if anybody knows the, the the real story of how it all went down, I apologize if I get this a little bit wrong. But uh, Katie was at her son's baseball game, I believe, uh, in uh, the north part of the metro, the Coon Rapids area. And while she was there, she was holding on to her dog's leash. Another dog had walked by. Her dog lunged for that dog, and it pulled Katie, who was not suspecting the dog to just, you know, jump out of nowhere. But it pulled her by the arm and pulled her to the ground, and she hit her chin and said, uh, "I was." Uh, she said she was okay and got up, and about uh, 10 minutes later, uh, felt woozy, passed out. They called an ambulance, and uh, the hemorrhaging in her brain is... Uh, too much for doctors to go in and operate on. So my sister called me on Sunday morning, just bawling her eyes out. Uh, they don't, unfortunately, they don't think that Katie's going to make it. And it is a, uh, my brother-in-law and I, I had to pick him up from the hospital and we were talking about it on the drive home. I said, it feels so surreal like it's this is not happening like it can't be happening there's no she's 43 and i believe her and her kids i think are just a little bit older than kinley i think like 15 and 14 16 and 14 somewhere in there awful story man just awful and oh you sit and you 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 think about like man trying to get through this Incredibly difficult situation over the next couple of weeks, regardless of what they do. I mean, the plan is, from what I can understand, from what I've been told, is they will um, they will wait until Katie's friends arrive from, from Texas, from, I believe, Washington, D.C. Um, they're going to wait until they have a chance to see her. And then as soon as they do, then they will ultimately just take her off the ventilator. Um, yeah, awful, awful, fucking awful story. And, you know, the next couple of weeks are going to be incredibly difficult, but think about like long-term, you know, like, and I know this is so minuscule on the list of shit you got to worry about, but I asked Justin, I said, what do you do with the dog? What do you do in that situation? Because now you have this constant reminder around your house about, and it's not the dog's fault. You know, it's just, that's how dogs are. I mean, imagine being that person who had the dog who was just walking by. Oh, God damn, what a tragedy. Oh, it's awful. Just awful. They used to throw a hell of a Kentucky Derby party every year, man. That was their jam. I like it when people have like their own set thing that they have, <laughs> you know? So yeah, so yesterday was a uh, was a big reminder. Hey man, um, try to let some little shit go. You know, I mean, over the weekend, comedian Jack Knight passed away, twenty eight years old. Incredibly funny, couple of shows. He was a part of Big Mouth on Netflix. He's got a show which I didn't know much about. Bust Down, I think it's on Hulu. Twenty eight and just gone, man. Ah, fucking so terrible. And you know, I don't know. You think about. Everything that goes on throughout your day and how pissy you get at coworkers or maybe the kids didn't clean the garage, you know, your husband left the goddamn dishwasher just wide open and you walked into the kitchen and smacked your shin into it. Then you're like, fucking assholes. 
and then maybe they eat it on the way, you know, to like on their way to just like, I don't know, go pick up some dishwashing detergent. And then you're like, fuck, the last thing I did was scream at that guy. And even though it was an accident, maybe I should just let that shit go. Cause man, God damn it. That, oh, it's the worst. So I don't know. Uh, my sister's been, she was at the hospital till incredibly late last night. It sounds like she's going to be back there again today. So yeah, it, uh, that was, that was a tough phone call to hear, you know, especially somebody that you just, you've known for so long. I, I think all of us just have this expectation of like, Hey man, um, we're all just going to live until we're 85, 90, and then, you know, go to bed one night, not wake up. That's the, that's the way to do it. Don't fucking. And the other thing I, I was asking my brother-in-law too, I said, I wonder if there's something like in our diets or maybe just like with how much alcohol we as a people drink nowadays, because I have heard more stories in the last like three years of people hitting their head saying that they were okay and then 10 minutes later they're gone i wonder if i mean think about bob saget bob saget was on stage that night hit his head did not think anything of it had called you know he called his wife that night uh i believe he had talked to was it oh god who did he call that night i'm i'm spacing on it but he had called somebody and was like hey man um you know Great shows tonight. Hey, um, I don't know. I'm going to be up in your area two days from now. You guys want to go get some dinner? And they're like, absolutely. And then he went to bed and never fucking woke up. I don't know. Maybe it's just something that is going around like just, I don't know. The We're just getting soft. We're spending too much time indoors. Fuck, I don't know. It feels like over the last three years, I have heard more and more of these stories about people passing away just from hitting their head. It seems... So ridiculous, but man, what's up, MJ? Hi, Sarah. Uh, Sarah, life is way too short, isn't it, though? God damn. Sally, I'm thinking about the children losing a parent. Very sad. Yeah. I mean, you just, you feel blank. It doesn't, I can't, I can't imagine something like that happening. And then, because I was like, I was about probably their age. I think I was like, had just turned 17 when I lost my grandfather. And my grandfather was basically my dad, because my dad was gone and I had a shit stepdad. So, I had, you know, I had basically my grandpa who kind of was my dad, you know, and I just remember like that, that tragic, oh, like just that feeling of emptiness and loss and just how long it took to even just like get back to some kind of normalcy, you know, you kind of go through the motions, but you're empty inside. And then, you know, every day going to the cemetery and just like sitting down for an hour every day. And then like, finally, like somebody had to walk by. I think I may have said this the other day on the podcast that somebody walked by me at the cemetery and they were like, Hey, fucking that person is not here. They're everywhere else. Their body is in that hole, but they are not there. So you should not be here. (laughs) Get out of here and go try something else, man. Uh, scooter said, I have no words. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Um, She's uh yeah she was fun man uh and I'm I, uh, let me rephrase that she is fun she's not gone yet she is fun uh Mira death without closure is the worth the anxiety that follows is maddening yeah I could never imagine what it would be like you know you hear people have those uh stories about like you know I, I went to my dad's house and <clears throat> you know 
he asked me for money and I was like, dad, you know, you got to get your shit together. And I was like, fucking there's no dad. I can't keep bailing you out all the time. And you know, they got in this huge argument. Oh, I gave up everything. I, I, you know, kept that shitty job just so I could try to put you through private school. And it's like, fucking dad, I hate you. And you know, fuck you. And I'm, I'm taking the grandkids. You're not going to see him. They get in the car and they drive away. And then they get a phone call three hours later. They're like, yeah, your dad went to go do a little fishing. He fell off the bridge. He ain't coming back. And you're like, Oh fuck. Wow. I think that argument I just proposed may have been a little bit <laughs> of an exaggeration, but you get where I'm coming from. You have an argument or you say something terrible to somebody or, you know, you go out and drink too much with a friend one night and then you guys get in an argument at the bar and then, you know, you're like, fuck it, I'm taking a cab. But then that guy gets in his car and he ends up, you know, smashing into a bridge and doesn't come home that night. Fucking man, I can never. Ugh. And for over what? Over what? Silly shit. Stupid things to be angry about. God damn. So, yeah. So, um, my sister did say that she played uh, some New Kids on the Block for Katie last night. And they don't know if it's got anything to do with the NKOTB. But while it was playing, Katie moved her finger. I don't know if that's, you know, the velvety tones of New Kids on the Block. Or if that's just, you know, Katie moving a finger. But... I don't know. It's kind of nice to, uh, to at least think that something you've held on to for that many years. I mean, a lifelong fan of something for, you know, 37 years. I think that's how long they've been around. Something like that. Anyway. Yeah. So tragic, awful. I know that Katie would listen to this podcast every once in a while. She would hop on the live feed and man, I'm just... I, I don't know. You get that phone call. It's never good when you wake up Sunday morning and the first text you see is call me immediately when you wake up. And you're like, ah, man, fucking here we go, dude. Um, yeah, that uh, the night that my grandfather had passed away, I went to bed that night. I think I've told you guys the story. I was at home and doing some homework. It was Wednesday night. Every Wednesday, my friend Chad had a satellite dish, and that was the only way that you could get South Park off of Comedy Central. So every Wednesday at 8, we'd be at Chad's house to watch South Park, and a picture of my grandfather had fallen off the wall, and I thought, I better stop by my grandpa's house before I go to Chad's, and then I got busy with some other shit. I never made it, and went to go see South Park. I came home that night. It was like 10.30. My grandfather lived relatively close to me, you know, probably about six, seven blocks. And I could hear sirens at like 1030 and didn't think anything of it, went to bed. And then at 545 in the morning, I woke up to my uncle sitting at my bedside. Uh, and my, my, the first thing I asked was, are you drunk? And then he told me what had happened. And I was like, fuck, that picture fell off the wall and I didn't go see my grandfather. God damn it. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was a tough one, man. So Anyway, a lot of love going out to Ty and to Katie. And, you know, uh, the hemorrhaging in her brain has gone down, but they don't think it's enough for them to be able to do anything. So, and just hit her chin. It's not like she like hit her head or like a corner of, no, just her chin. Just, that's why I'm saying it feels like there's just something going on with all of these head wounds nowadays. Like... We just, we drink too much. We, and I don't know about Katie's alcohol status. I don't know how much she drank, but I'm just saying like, as a people, it feels like there's a lot of people that are just like kind of hitting their head lightly. And then that's it, man. You just fucking, you ain't coming back, dude. How crazy is that? Did you guys see this? Uh, let's move on. 
Um, could be a real life Happy Gilmore. I do try to watch a little bit of golf. I suck at golf. I'm terrible. I mean, horrendously bad at golf. I have to golf on Wednesday and on Sunday this week, and I'm awful. Like, not even remote. Listen, have you ever been kicked out of a putt putt? Because that's how bad at golf I am. Kicked out of putt putt. They were like, "You are too reckless. You are too wild with that club." This is a putt-putt. You got to go. That was it. Got kicked out of putt-putt. I'm fucking terrible at golf. I love the sport. I love everything about it. Outdoors, swinging the clubs, hanging with the fellas, drinking beers, talking shit, smoking cigars. Dude, great game. Amazing sport. Just, I fucking suck at it is all. (laughs) Well, this happened uh, yesterday. Cam Smith won the 150th Open yesterday. Asked what he was going to do with the uh, with the cup after he winning this thing. How is he going to celebrate? This is the most apropos answer ever. Perhaps you can tell us how you're going to celebrate tonight with the Clara jug. Uh, I'm definitely going to find out how many beers fit in this thing, that's for sure. Yeah, that's my kind of golfer right there, man. <laughs> that's why I love the Stanley Cup. Those guys work so goddamn hard. It's so incredibly difficult to win a Stanley Cup. So that when they win it and you see guys like Yavechkin throwing the fucking Stanley Cup into a fountain out in Caesar's Palace and, you know, putting a bunch of champagne. Think of how many dudes have won that cup because every player on the team gets it for like a week or something. They bring it to their hometowns and shit. And they, they you know, it's, it's such a, a lot of hockey guys are from communities where hockey is life. So these dudes bring it home and they hang out. Think of how many dudes have taken that Stanley Cup to like a VFW to show it off to all the youngsters that are in youth hockey. And then that night they bring it home. They put the kids to bed. They pour a glass of wine. They look at their wife and go, oh, we're fucking on top of that thing tonight. <laughs> That's the first thing I would do with it. I would, I'd, I'd, be, I'd put it in bed. I'm like, listen. Come up with a list of like seven positions we can do on top of Lord Stanley's Cup because that's what we're doing with it. I, there's not a chance I wouldn't. Christ, I'd be taking that thing everywhere. I'd put it in a little red wagon after I scrubbed it down from the night before with my old lady, and that's all I would do with that thing. Tell me you wouldn't. That's exactly what you should be doing with Lord Stanley. You know how hard it is to win one of them things? Go shave your face because your wife ain't going to make out with some dude with that playoff beard. Shave your face. Put in your fake teeth. Time to get busy on top of Lord Stanley's Cup. Two girls, one Stanley Cup. (laughs) Seriously, at some point I could tell Sophie Buttle was like, dude, we've been making that joke in Canada now for like 15 years. You got to stop with the fucking two girls, one Stanley Cup. Did you guys happen to see this? Not that uh, I'm, I'm never a big fan when artists stop shows for whatever reason. This is a little weird, though. Uh, This happened uh, at a show in Switzerland. Pearl Jam ended up kicking a woman onto their show when she smacked a guy in the head for recording while the band was playing. Quit hitting him. You're out of here. Getting the violence is not allowed. I'm sorry, ma'am. There's no violence allowed. 
<laughs> ma'am. When I'm recording, I'd rather be with an animal. If you can't smack, listen, I've been to a lot of shows. I've been to a lot of metal shows. I've been in a lot of mosh pits. The mosh beating is where all the fucking chaos happens. I've seen dudes throw spinning heel kicks. If you can't get hit at a concert, where can you get hit? That's all I'm saying. Hi, David. Thanks for stopping by. What's up, Shelly? Uh, all I'm saying is, listen, um, first off, don't be recording. Be in the moment. Don't go to these. The only time I've ever recorded something was uh, at a concert was Coldplay, an old boss of mine, a shitty old boss, this asshole by the name of Sam. And I don't mind saying it because that guy was a fucking dick. Um, he was a manager of a, he was a program director of a radio station. Gave me fourth row tickets to Coldplay. And you're like, that doesn't sound like a dick. No, no, no. Trust me. It wasn't like, a, hey, you've been doing such a good job. You know, uh, it was kind of like, here's what it was. Because um, like a lot of times these like promo people will be like, hey, here's tickets for the show. But then if the tickets aren't used, then it comes back on, you know, the program director like, hey, dude, we fucking gave you like four fourth row tickets to Coldplay. Nobody went. So his ploy was like, I'm just going to send you down there so the tickets get used because I, I don't want to go. That that was really what it was. So anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, Sam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Coldplay. So Coldplay's up on stage and they gave everybody these lighted wristbands that during certain songs, all these wristbands would like, you know, fire off different colors. It's breathtakingly beautiful. So while they're like up there playing, the whole goddamn arena is just lit up. And that was the only time I took my camera out and then spun a circle just to be like, wow, that was a great memory. Other than that, dude, be in the moment. Be it. That's why you're there to watch the band. You never go back and look at this. Sh it's not like a year from now. The, the one nice thing about social media nowadays is that if you lose your home in a house fire, don't worry about baby pictures and wedding pictures. All that shit's online. That's fine. It's not like you have to have this stuff. It doesn't have to be tangible, is what I'm saying. But um, it's not like you go through your phone again, you know, and be like, "Oh my god, that was such a great." No, you just, it just sits there. It just takes up room, and then eventually you either delete it or you move it to your computer, and you never look at it ever again. Be in the fucking moment, dude. Be in the moment. Uh, also, don't hit people who are not in the moment. <laughs> Why are you caring about what other people are doing? Do your shit. God damn it. Anyway, speaking of concerts, uh, September nineteenth. Tenacious D, going to the D, Surly Brewing. God damn it, dude. It's been a while since I saw the D. Looking forward to that one. Other than that, dude, it's been ugh, high and dry. What's up, Sarah? When COVID hit, I was so glad I took a few videos here and there and all the shows I went to over the years. Yeah, uh, like I said, it's nice to have like Facebook remind you of that stuff. Post it just so that a year from now you can be like, oh, fucking that was a year ago, huh? That's awesome. Look at what we did. That's fantastic. But for the most part, all that stuff just sits on your fucking phone. You never look at it. You might send it to a friend or like show your family or your husband or whatever when you get home. But other than that, fucking dude, just be in the moment. 
try to be in the moment as much as possible. Make sure you find some shows. You can find them at rudypovich.com. Got uh, two weekends from now. No, is it two weekends? Three weekends. Two weekends. Anyway, first weekend of August, the 4th and 5th, going to be at Gutty's Comedy Club with Victoria Jackson from Saturday Night Live. Oh, looking forward to that one. Uh, I had a couple of people purchase some merch over the uh, last couple of days, so thank you for that. I got a little bump in ratings, too, last week, so thank you again for that. It's very cool. Always appreciate it. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.